Hunter, did you ever get your food ordered? No. No? No. We just stalled this podcast five minutes so you could get your Uber Eats figured out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They just messaged me back. They said, can you please hold for another two to three minutes while I investigate your issue? Why is Uber Eats putting you on hold? That's not how Uber Eats works. Uber Eats is a bullshit corporation and is a reason why I served a 12-hour sentence in Twitter jail. Fuck I mean, that's Uber better Eats. than below 500 served like goddamn three months and it's... Bro, they like... We never had these issues with DoorDash, but Uber Eats gives these killer discounts to where you can get 15% off your order. I mean, not 15. You get 50% off your order if you spend $15 or more or $25 or more, something like that. So we'll spend like right at 25 bucks, get it half off, and we save like 20, 30 bucks on charges. So it's just, just like, like it's a little, like a little bit cheaper. It evens out, basically. I remember there was an episode a while back that I did the last, Sonic. like 10 <laughs> minutes of the episode is you trying to figure out exactly which combination of bullshit from Sonic is going to get yeah. you. Because you were like, oh, I'll add this. And it had you at like twenty four ninety six. I was pissed. So I think I just went and added something random. Like an, like an add-on. But um, yeah, DoorDash never fucks with us. But Uber Easy, we choose that because they're cheaper when it comes to these discounts. But the last like handful of times, like we've been getting fucked up. Like if I came to... Oh, I'm scared to even exit out of this chat. Fuck it. See what happens. But if I'm looking at my previous orders, let me pull them up right fucking now so I can go over this. Can I go to cart? Orders. Okay, so... Let's see here. Charlie's cheesesteak. That was the last one we ordered. That... What was wrong with that one? We didn't, even, we didn't even turn anything into that. We're like, fuck it, I'm not arguing with them. It was, let's see, they forgot one of our drinks, and they didn't put mushrooms on my sandwich. Let's go before that was Buffalo Wild Wings. This is, this is where the issue I'm going through right now stem from. But yet, let me start from the bottom and go up. That's probably easier to do. That way I'm not explaining backwards. So... Let's see. There's there's a couple. There's like a, a Whataburger one that um, I ordered a patty melt and they gave it to me on a bun, a normal bun, no Texas toast. Oh, fuck and that. They made it to a burger instead of a patty melt. So I was like, what the fuck is this? So when I ordered, they gave me my money back. Sonic, that Sonic burrito that I ordered that night, there was a piece of plastic inside of it, hard plastic, like they ripped it off of a container. I still got pictures of it. I've submitted that. That was the thing. So I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these restaurants here? Is it just Uber Eats? I don't know. Um, so I mean, it was those Uber Eats because like Uber Eats not making the fucking burritos. So it was those. Well, I know, but it's just it's weird how it just happens every time we use Uber Eats, but we go to these places that doesn't happen. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. Well, so I'm wondering because I, I bet that like those orders probably show up like in the restaurant as like mobile orders or like Uber Eats orders, DoorDash orders. And I just know from like my very limited time in the food service industry, them cooks ain't dealing with that. But I know them cooks probably see that fucking Uber Eats order and they're like, motherfucker. Right. 
And then we got high one night and I wanted to order some Baskin Robbins, some ice cream, because like you can get a big ass thing of it cheap on there with that discount, of course. So because when they give you that discount, they give it to you three, three, three at a time. You can three coupons at a time. So you use three times. Next you give you a new one three times. Rada rada rada. Well, we sat there for an hour and it kept showing like somebody would pick it up, go to the store, cancel it. Somebody else would get it. They go to the store, cancel it, but never give an update on it. And then they canceled, Uber Eats canceled the order. So I was like, what, what happened? They wouldn't tell me what happened. And they didn't give me a refund, didn't give me a refund automatically. And afterwards, we tried to do it again. So another hour went by. We watched somebody else pick up the order, go there, cancel. Somebody else pick it up, go there, cancel. Uber Eats canceled again. So I'm trying to call Baskin Robbins. I can't get through. Nobody, no fucking fast food place is going to answer their phone first off. But um, so we go to, to support for Uber and they were like, oh, Baskin Robbins said they're out of your items. So I said, they're out of every single ice cream there. They didn't want to call and ask if we wanted something different. Like they said, yeah, they said they were out of everything. I'm like, ain't no fucking way the store's open. Like, how did you get in contact with them and I didn't? Yeah, like I have that problem. This is a way different story, but like I have that problem. The only like fast food restaurant between my house that I pass on my route from my house to work is a Jack in the Box and a uh, McDonald's, but the McDonald's is kind of out of the way. I got to go through like two different stoplights that are kind of a bitch and I don't some some mornings I don't feel like doing it. So I've been going to this Jack in the Box just like a few times, not like every morning or anything. But I went to the Jack in the Box for breakfast like three different times. Every time I've went to this Jack in the Box for breakfast, like the first time I got up there, I pull up and they're like, hi, welcome to Jack. It's like 530 in the morning. Welcome to Jack in the Box. Uh, We're out of biscuits, bacon, and like something else random. So like the only thing I was like, what can y'all give me? And I had to order something. Just I had to order like three different breakfast things. They wouldn't do it. And I was like, so I ended up getting a fucking bacon cheeseburger at Jesus, five o'clock in the morning. A, that is aggressive. I was so hungry, dude. <laughs> that was like, that's an aggressive choice. I, dude, there was nothing. Like they were out of over half of like just this normal things you would make breakfast food out of. And, and then that like, point, I would have been, been like, fuck it, give me, give me like four tacos, bitch. Get out so, of here. But so I've come to the conclusion, though, that I think this Jack in the Box, I think Jack in the Box only staffs like one or maybe two people for the night shift. Um, Because I've been to Jack in the Box in college one time at like two o'clock in the morning where there was one car in the parking lot and I pulled up to the drive through and ordered something and the the dude on the speaker literally said back to me at Jack in the Box, he was like, man, I'm way too high to make that right now. Can you just order a burger or something? And so I did. But, so like the next two times I went to this Jack in the Box for breakfast, I think they're just being lazy fucks and like don't want to make more complicated shit. Because like the last time I went, they were like, uh, welcome to Jack in the Box. Our entire grill's down. And I was what like, the fuck? excuse me? And so I was like, well, can I get this? They're like, no, that's grilled. And I was like, I was like, what can I get? And they were like, I don't know, something fried. And I was like, 
never mind. I, was like, I ain't just I'm not just getting a bag full of fucking deep fried bullshit to start my fucking day. I just wanted like a all I literally wanted was like a sausage, egg, and cheese. I was so mad. I, and I haven't been back to that since then. Because the last three times I went for breakfast, it's been that same type of bullshit. So fast food workers are the worst. They are. But that leads me to we're almost there. So I got two I got one more incident before we get to the one that just and you're still using these motherfuckers? Yes, because the promos. And plus well, I had free Uber ones. Hold on. Um so they're trying to I'm checking I'm checking your account on my end the amount of the seeing is from the order for Hunter's privacy place on March 30th. CBT for the bags, there's a message to make the charges. Yes, but I have a, a, a class action suit against Uber Eats. Yes, but a supervisor called and said after I disputed it that I would be receiving a full refund for that order since I didn't receive of the food from it. For some reason, the idea of our listeners just like tuning in and just listening to like the transcript of your dispute between you and the Uber Eats chat bot is so funny to me. It's not a chat bot. It's the actual person I'm talking to. I, so I know. But just Yeah, but okay, so Papa John's ordered pizza from there one night and fucking racist. The crust. Love it. Love the pizza. But it was fucking, it was burnt. Like the crust was brown as shit. Darker than your hair. Racist. How is that racist? Oh, never mind. Papa John's. <laughs> um, yeah, once he fucking, fucking. left. Once he well, left, shit went downhill. So, <laughs> do you remember the shit that came out about like after that came out, him like saying that he was like working on it? So, like a long time after that all came out, someone like did like a check in on him, and he like a quote went viral of him saying that he's been working for the past eight months. He's been working every day to try and remove that word, the N word, from his vocabulary. Crying every day, bro. For eight months. For eight, how hard is it just to not say a word? I was say, you said how that, much was he saying it before? Apparently, that's what I want to know. And that so was is you said that uh, your Papa John's pizza crust came and burned. I was like, no, nah, that's crust. That just they just got that dark skin crust. Damn. They want to turn their franchise around and said, "No, nah, we seriously, bro. We we love it darker here. We love it." But no, nah, okay, so that. So that one, they wouldn't give us any credit hey, for refund. I, I need a Papa John's. I need Morgan Wallen to do a Papa John's commercial. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um. Anyways, so I took pictures of it, of course, sent it to Uber East. They're like, sorry, uh, your account, we can't approve you for a credit or anything. Best of luck. They look at your kind of like this motherfucker got four goddamn refunds. But in I'm like, six weeks. I post, I literally take pictures of proof of everything. And like, why, why am I lying about it, bro? I made 10k the last four weeks. Do you think I'm gonna lie over a twenty dollar fucking order? 
You made 10K in the last four weeks. Take your ass to fucking DoorDash. That's what, I'm about to do that. DoorDash has gone fucking crazy, though. DoorDash used to not be that bad. But now, like, used to be there would be, like, a, a section of DoorDash that would be, like, restaurant all restaurants that had free delivery or, like, delivery, like, under $1.99 delivery fees. Nah. Every fucking restaurant on DoorDash now, $3.99, $4.99 delivery fee. So... Like, DoorDash is getting borderline unusable. They are. They are. But the reason why I was using Uber Eats for this long is because I had free Uber 1, and then I accidentally forgot to cancel. And so they hit me up for another month, so I have to cancel that pretty soon. But um, that's the only reason why I'm still using it, really, that those discounts. But, so, okay, boiling point. We've talked about this for too long already. Boiling point came to, we ordered B-dubs one night. Because I wanted a burger, and sister-in-law works the one that said they really have burgers, really have good burgers. So like, fuck it. I tried this smashed, um, not smashed, but some kind of like weird bacon hatch chili burger. Really good. We each got, and I got that, and for like a dollar, you get add on six wings. And so I got Thai chili wings, or Thai curry wings, bought extra ranch, so did Hallie. We both got wedges. Had to pay extra for the wedges. All we got was was burgers. That's it. And oh, burgers, and I got my wings. Hallie was missing her wedges. We I missed my wedges. We didn't get the extra ranch that we paid for. We didn't get the the wedges. We had to pay an extra dollar a piece for, or a dollar some change for. And I called them. They're like, nothing we can do about it. So I called Buffalo Wild Wings. Nothing they could do about it. So I go back to Uber and I'm like, look, I need to speak to a supervisor. Like, you we're not you can't speak to one. Why? We have to let one call you back. Like, what the fuck? And they're like, again, can't pay you, can't give you a refund for anything. Rada rada rada. I'm like, we didn't receive half. I was like, fuck it, I'll just be the ship with my bank. I don't care. And I kept saying, well, we can get somebody to reach back out to you. I was like, can you guarantee it'll be within 30 minutes? We'll get will somebody reach back out as soon as possible. Yes, yes, soon. This was at like seven o'clock. They didn't. They called me at eleven thirty that night. And Jesus. before that, before that, I already, I already disputed with my bank. After thirty minutes, I never got a call. At like nine, ten o'clock, I disputed with. with uh, actually, it was with PayPal. I disputed with PayPal. And they gave me my money back. And then right after, Uber was like. They called me at eleven thirty and said, "Hey, I see what's going on. We grant you a full refund for this for this occasion." It was like a a minute phone call. That was it. So that's cool. Well, with when PayPal bounced it back, they're trying to say that I owe that money now. So I'm not even allowed to order until I pay that money. And I'm bringing it up to him. I was like, "I can't," because we're trying to order dinner tonight. Cause she doesn't get. She's still at work, and I'm doing the podcast. None of us wants to feel like cooking when we're done. So I'm trying to order something so that way whenever we're done, it's ready. And they're saying I owe this money, and I'm like, I'm not fucking paying it. I'm not paying it. I'm not. I will I will pay it and then dispute it again just so I can make an order. I'm petty. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You should do that just I just will. If because. she doesn't fix it, because she just that's what she said. She said, upon checking your account here, Maya, the amount of $46.28, which has got fucking high as shit because we had to 
do extra for the ranch, extra for the wedges, shit like that. And then um, seeing this from an order from your apartments that was placed on March 30th and was disputed in your bank. Since the amount was disputed to your bank, the charge was retrieved and the charge for the order is left pending. Once the balance is taken care of, you'll be able to use the app again. If you'd like, we can change that unpaid balance to another payment method linked to your account. Just let us know which one, or you can add a new one. Like, I'm not paying for it. She said, I, or I said, yes, but a supervisor called, said that after I said after I disputed it, that I'd be receiving a full refund for that order since I didn't receive half of the food from it. I understand. However, we suggest settling the pending amount on your account for you to be able to place an order again. I said, well, I received a credit for it. Uber said I was getting a full refund for it, yet I'm still having to pay. And then they put me on hold again. Just then we'll wait two to three minutes. How are you on hold with a text chat? I don't fucking know. And I feel like we we talked about this 30 minutes. It feels like, I know it hasn't been, but it just feels like it. That's wild. I've, I've never been that, getting put on hold. You got left on red is what you got. Yeah, I said, let me check my resources. Bitch, what resources? Oh, Bitch. Yes. Um, with that note, um, welcome to episode 86 of Below 500. Hunter, um, I don't know if you know this. Excuse me. This is episode 86 marks our two-year anniversary of Below 500. Wait, tomorrow? To this, ep- this week, this episode. Oh, this episode? Yep. Or this week? I mean, today. Like, what day? This... So, goddamn, Hunter. Uh, I got a memory on Instagram that I I posted on Instagram last year that it was our one year anniversary of below five hundred. One year ago today, so that would make today two year anniversary. Wow. Well, yeah. So it's been doing just, this shit for two years. <laughs> I know. Sad. How's it sad? The only thing that was disheartening to me was that, like, I remember uh, the one year last year being like episode forty nine, and all of us talking about like, man, I feel like I feel like like we only skipped three episodes. Like that's pretty good. Like we we did good. Blah blah blah. So we should be at at least episode like ninety eight, and we're at eighty six. We skipped hella episodes this year. Yeah, that's. Been a, it's been a rough new year transitioning. We've been going through a bunch of stuff. We've been going through fatherhood. I've been transitioning to a new job. Wiz didn't even make it through two years. <laughs> Let's say, huh? He's been going through uh he's been going through stuff we still don't fully know yet. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. It's that's still out there. But uh until then we He's still a part of the group chat. We hit we haven't kicked him out of the group chat yet. Yes. Man, man, don't even listen to his own pod, but I, I feel like maybe he does just quietly. He just hears all the shots we take at him every week and just silently absorbs it. So, uh, but yes, two year anniversary special Sorry. day. Um, 
this also is a special episode because it is our annual draft spectacular episode. We are recording this Tuesday, April 25th. The draft starts on Thursday, right? Yes, and I cannot fucking wait. First round. Yeah, I bet you can't suck ass team second overall pick. Um you sorry i had to take a shot bro uh, that that kind of hurt i don't know why oh. that hurts so fucking bad <laughs> only only shitty teams get excited for the draft not necessarily even the jags like, even jags fans aren't excited for this year's draft okay. you know you know what it says about your program when you're more excited about the draft than jags fans what that y'all are that far below the Jags. Y'all are ass. But now well, that we are into our draft segment, y'all have the two and the 12. So the ball is in y'all's court. Like y'all could turn some things around this year. Y'all have the two, the 12, and the 34, 33. Y'all have an early 33. second. 33. Yeah. Let me, well, you, oh, I can't pull that up. I gotta fucking Which, leave. It's fucking me up that, like, when you say you have the 33, that makes me think you'll have the first pick in the second round, but you don't. You have the second pick in the second yeah, round because, because the, the Dolphins. dolphins. <laughs> yes. it's it's. T- it, I still haven't gotten my head wrapped around the fact that the first so round we, is... we almost, almost got three first round picks, if you think about it. If I mean, Lovey really, didn't... But... If Lovey... No, yes, because listen, if Lovey didn't huck us... And win that last game in Indy, we would have had the first overall pick, the twelfth pick, oh, and, and then the thirty-second pick. I, I I see that. I see that. So we got cucked out of. Makes sense. Um, but I mean, this is one pick after. Who that's going to matter? Yeah. So before we get into our drafts, for to go through the draft in general a little bit, um, I had pretty good kind of understanding of how I felt like this draft was going to shake out until today. Like, so I, I kind of had always thought thinking about this draft that like Will Levis just seems like a Colt. Will Levis seems like an Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colt to me. It just, I don't, I don't like Will Levis. I'm not a Will Levis guy. I'm not high on Will Levis at all. I think there are a lot of quarterbacks in this draft way better than him. Um, but he just seems to fit. Like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was hearing. But uh, I've been hearing a lot lately about Will, like Minnesota fucking loves Will Levis. Like he thinks he's going to Minnesota. So, oh no, no, I, he thinks he, he thinks he's going number one. He's t- so apparently there's leaks that he. Minnesota trading is, up to one for Will well, Levis. No, no, no. No, Will Levis is leaking, like supposedly telling people that he's going one. That's yeah. why. Have you that's, have you noticed that? The, that's some standard white boy fraternity bullshit. Vegas is buying it because you didn't just see where Bryce Bryce Young's odds so went from pl- minus 2,000 to minus 700. So that's the Will, other thing I was going to talk about. The fact that I want to say yesterday Bryce Young's odds were like minus – 2000 minus something crazy. He was basically a lock. Like the only, the odds you only get if you're a lock for number one. But I didn't think he was a lock. I was leaning CJ Stroud. I still am leaning CJ Stroud. I still think Stroud goes one. 
So that's why I don't understand because you had the clip with McCowan, I think, was the guy from the Panthers that made the comment on video at CJ Stroud's Pro Day, like, when you live in Charlotte, blah, 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 and that kind of stuff. Uh, But I just never, never pegged the Panthers trading up for Stroud, or for not for Stroud, for Young. So I've always thought it was either Stroud or Richardson. And now, like, I just, I don't know. And now there's rumors that obviously the the Colts are in love with Levis, that the Colts may even trade up from four to three to make sure nobody else jumps them for Levis. I saw potentially from four to two. Okay. I saw they were talking with Houston, and I hope that happens so we could just fucking fuck up their future. So it's interesting you say that because I saw the Colts trading up in a few different scenarios to get Levis. So then I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to start doing my research on my lunch break. So I started going through not only my mock drafts, but the quote-unquote experts' mock drafts. I found the first three quote expert mock drafts I found, all three, Will Levis to the Texans. In some form or fashion. One of them had him at two. One of them, this one's going to get you. One of them had y'all trading up from 12 to 10 to take Will Levis. I like that. And then another one I think had y'all taking him at two or maybe maybe taking it. No, the one had y'all staying at 12 and getting him at 12. Then the fourth one I looked up, I think, I don't even think there was a name attached to this one. It was just like either ESPN Analytics or CBS Sports. It was like a brand. But their mock draft didn't have y'all taking a quarterback in the first round. Neither does mine. If we're, we're gonna foreshadow that. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll wait to get into that. I have also real quick. So I just want to apologize. I said that earlier. Like, so for the listeners, we just dropped a boatload. We just dropped like ten hours of content, um, on our channel in unreleased episodes, uh. We finally got our editing fiasco figured out so we can drop drop these episodes as we record them now. Um, I said in one of those episodes, I threw out a scenario of y'all potentially not going quarterback round one, and you thought it was the craziest shit you'd ever heard. Why the fuck would yes. we do that? I don't understand. I don't think you understand the emotions that – having a top pick and being as desperate as Houston is really think about Bill Belichick. You never knew what his next move was. We have Nick Casario, which is from we drafted that. Cole strange in the first round last year. Exactly. Now we have Nick Casario who is quiet and we do not know at all what his next move is. He's quiet. Like nobody knew last year that who, if we were t- taking sauce or Stingley. Yeah. Or who we were taking at four. At I three, was convinced it was Sauce. I was too, but look what happened. It ended up being Stingley. Like, Casario's quiet when it comes to this, so it's nothing but speculation. He doesn't release any smoke screens like Carolina tried doing. With They loved every, they went from loving AR to loving Stroud to now loving Bryce. Like At one point, it was Levis. 
Yeah, exactly. Every first round quarterback in this draft. It's 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 to try to build value, create a smoke screen to people can like jump up and trade with them if they needed to. As people jump up, I mean like the top four. Because you know it's so, all quarterback needy teams at the top. I will say this. I don't understand the point of smoke screens at one. I don't because either. everybody's on the board. You don't have to fight for your guy. Now, this is, yeah, exactly. Like the Cardinals, I believe the Cardinals want to trade down. Like everything I've heard mm-hmm. is that, like the Cardinals are open for offers for the three. And that makes sense because who knows what happens at one two. There exactly. could be two quarterbacks off the board. There could be fucking no quarterbacks off the board. Who knows what happens at one and two? So you don't know what's going to be there at three. So that pick has mis- mystique. It has value. That value could change drastically depending on who's taken. At one, it's all yours. Like, I don't understand why the teams that have the first pick don't come out and just say, this is our guy. Like, and if you want him, make a fucking offer. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want him, then there's really no trade that you can offer. Like, this is the guy we're locked in on. And if you're not interested in him, there's really no trade you can offer us that's going to change our mind. Like, I don't understand trying to hold the number one pick, like, over these teams' head. Like, I get it, but at the, the same scenario, if if you have there's, – there's not a clear-cut number one. You're happy with any of these guys you can get. Why not try to see what you can get? I mean, it just I just don't think for the, the top three quarterbacks in this draft, I don't think that there's trade value that would match what like it would that would be worth trading out of the top three quarterbacks. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm I just I can't I'm imagine catching. like if you're a if you are the Panthers, the Texans the uh, Colts, I guess, and then Seahawks Raiders are the other two big quarterback teams in this draft that are like high up in picks. If you're like, if you're any of those teams, I don't know what trade could be offered to you that is worth missing out on one of the top three quarterbacks in this draft. I don't know, but it's also... It's not that strong. Like, how do I explain it? This isn't like one of the strongest quarterback classes. Also, you know what I'm saying. Next year is going to be a pretty good class, at least talent wise, because you got Ewers and you got Caleb Williams. See, I think next headlining it is top heavy. I think this class, you have the big names at the top, but there's names that aren't getting talked about as much. They go. I mean, this this quarterback class is stronger than you think top to bottom. I will say this. I think this is one of the strongest draft classes in years. It Overall. Overall draft classes. I mean, the defensive players that are in this draft are crazy. The wide receivers in this class are pretty deep. There's at least probably four or five solid running backs in this draft. Like, this is a deep draft. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know, like out like so for these teams that are like looking at potentially waiting until next year for Caleb Williams, like only one team gets Caleb Williams next year. 
I don't know, like, if you feel like rolling the dice on that. And then, like, if you're a team that doesn't get Caleb Williams or Quinn Ewers, like, who are you left with? Spencer Rattler, maybe? Which I'm sure that would be, like, a Teddy Bridgewater-esque. Someone, someone this year said, or, or not this year, someone earlier today said Drake May is going to be, like, a top quarterback in next year's draft, but I'm just not. I'm not sold on that. Yeah. I, mean, I saw that, too. He's North Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, we've seen North Carolina quarterbacks before. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was <laughs> Trubisky. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam Howell was North Carolina. Both highly touted out of North Carolina. We we know North Carolina quarterbacks. I'm, Drake May is not getting me excited. No, he's not tickling nothing for me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we can be, go into this for hours. But uh, for our draft spectacular episode – we did a couple of things. So later on, me, myself and Hunter will be doing a full first round mock draft, alternating picks. Um, but right now, myself, Hunter, a former co-host Wiz and social media manager who doesn't manage any of the social medias, Colton, all did full seven round mock drafts for our respective teams which we will now go over uh hunter you can go ahead and start since you have your team will be first up on the board not only that but we have an absurd amount of picks like that's fucking ridiculous there's no way we're going to keep all these picks there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve there's no way we're leaving this draft with 12 12 new players but so are we gonna go round by round or gonna just give all my picks? Uh round by round is a little confusing when you get into the later rounds. Um you can go like overall like pick number. All right. So I love mine. I really do. I didn't go quarterback until very, very late. Like pick two hundred and one. Um two two hundred and one? Yeah. I know who you picked. Who? Go ahead. I'll I'll wait. I said it in the chat, so you probably saw it. I didn't look. I told you I wasn't going to look because I wanted live reaction. Okay. So, did you do any trades? No, I did no trades. Okay. I did no trades. It was too. There's too many trade scenarios. I just didn't want to. Didn't want to fuck around. But um, I didn't. I took a quarterback late. I didn't take one early for the reason of the Trey Lance rumors are heating up again. For one, for two. I don't know. I didn't want to do any trades, so I didn't want to do any scenario where somebody falls and they trade up to get them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't feel like doing that scenario. Yeah. And also, I don't know. Maybe they like somebody next year. They'd rather go for Caleb Williams or Quinn Ewers next year. So I just like fuck it. I'm just gonna be simple. I'm gonna try to build the team the best that I can. So at two. I went to Will Anderson. If Bryce Young was there, I would have took him. But with him going one, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to – that's what that's what started that whole thing. So, Will Anderson at two. At 12, I don't see him taking nothing but a wide receiver here. So, I took my favorite. I almost went Addison, but I ended up taking – At 12? Johnson. Yeah. Wow, that would have been the highest I've seen him go. Jordan Addison, Addison is, a, is a top receiver. He's arguably number one. I have him as four. Damn. Jesus. On my on my board. Um, at 33, I took John Michael Schmitz. 
Um, he's one of my favorite centers. He's one of my favorite centers of this class. He's out of Minnesota. Okay. But we need a center, and he's a highly touted one. Um, at number 65, I got Noah Sewell. Uh, Penay Sewell's brother out of Oregon. He's okay. a okay, okay. He, he's a linebacker. At pick seventy three, I got Darnell Washington, which is a the tight end out of Georgia. Yes. At pick what? Seventy three. So it's gonna be third round, third round, third round, late third. Um, uh, mid third. Okay. Okay. That's, I like it. I like it so far, bro. I'm, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know if you're gonna know many more. Only because people. I know. Only because I know the quarterback you're taking it two oh one. But continue. You probably just went and looked, but um, no, I I didn't. I promise. Tra- uh, 104, I got Travius Hodges Tomlinson, which is That's an the un- corner, corner out of TCU. TCU. Yeah, underrated so I came corner. Very close to taking him in my Patriots mocks several times, but I just he's... can't get over. He's five seven. Okay, he's still a fucking. I I know, I know, and like I said it. Even I still came very close, but I just for the what the Patriots need. I just it, the deeper I got, the harder it was. So I just tried to do it in depth. So I went D tackle at 161 with uh, Colby Wooden. Uh, I took Javon Hicks out of Cincinnati at 188. And then 201. What quarterback do you think I took? Or do you want me to say it? I So I'm praying that it's not Stetson Bennett. I think it's Max Duggan. No. It was not Max Duggan. And I really wanted it, but he wasn't available. Okay. I really wanted Max Duggan. I, I did like, so at one of my mocks, I got him at the lowest I ever got him was, I think, 202 or 204. Um, who hold on, don't tell me. I'm who else could be available at 201? You're gonna have to tell me. I almost took Stetson Bennett as Mr. Irrelevant, kind of like Brock Purdy, yeah. But um, Malik Cunningham out of Louisville. Oh, that's weird, really. That doesn't do anything for me. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm not seeing him as an absolute stud starter, but at 203, so, I got you what? waiting waiting to 201 in this draft to take quarterback. I could have taken him at 188. I could have take, taken Duggan, but I was it was so many picks ahead. So I was like, he'll be there in the next pick. After so, everything that y'all have been through, settling also, in this I, draft for Malik Cunningham. I explained to you the scenarios that are also going on. So I don't, I really don't believe that that's going to happen. Right. But I'm going off of these scenarios where I didn't feel like doing a trade. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but yeah, still that's, that's really, so 203 Cameron peoples running back out of app state, uh, two thirty, I got Mitchell Tinsley from Penn state and Mr. Irrelevant two fifty nine, I can, Enek Chukwu. Okay. Edge out of rice. And that's pretty much it. There's no way we're having 12 players come home from this. Um, I don't there's, think, there's no way they wait to take a quarterback that long. I don't think that we had any uh, like we didn't share any picks, I don't think. Wait, who who's the receiver you took at 12? Quentin Johnson. Okay, never mind. So, okay, so I'll go into mine. I had Patriots. We have the fourteen. We, had, I, we, I didn't do any trades in this one. So we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve picks. I might have done a very late round trade. I can't remember, but it would have just been picks for picks. But okay, so fourteen overall. 
I had us taking Quentin Johnston. Um, if he's, I don't know. I'm not saying he won't be there at 14. If he is there at 14, that that's who I want for the Patriots at 14. I'm becoming very disheartened the more mock drafts I look at. I have not seen a mock draft yet where the Patriots take a wide receiver in the first round. It's all it's literally all been O lineman. Yeah, I, Cole be, fucking, who nobody saw Cole Strange coming. Um the two that I saw today were uh Broderick Jones. Is it Broderick Jones, the guy from Georgia? Yeah. And Peter Skaronsky, the tackle from Northwest, which everyone's saying that he's like could be the best lineman in this draft. I really like Paris Campbell. I really like him. Paris Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Paris Johnson. Um, but yeah, like but I want a wide receiver. Like our wide receiving room, we cannot go into this season, this training camp, with Juju and Kendrick Bourne as our duo at wide receiver. I forgot y'all got Juju. What the hell happened there? Bill is not having none of that TikTok shit. I know, but it's like we have no depth at wide receiver. None. None. So Quentin Johnston and we have uh Juju, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton. Kendrick Bourne and Tyquan Thornton are just speed demons. Like that's all they are. Yeah. They're just and Juju is slot. a possession guy. He's a he's a route runner. Um Quentin Johnson, we need a big bodied wide receiver who's gonna go out there and jump over people and make contested catches in the red zone. Uh-huh. We don't have that. Quentin Johnson is that guy. We need that. I almost took Zay Flowers, but he's just too small. Like I like Zay Flowers. I think he's. A, I think he has the potential to be wide receiver one in this draft. Um, that's what I'm hoping for here is that he goes first, and then Quentin Johnson falls to 14. I just want a big body. Uh, 46. I have Jack Campbell, linebacker out of Iowa. I really like him. That Iowa defense this year was. Disgusting. The offense was also disgusting in a (laughs) not a good different way. way. Yeah. Um. But Jack Campbell just a just traditional middle linebacker. Um. This is another guy that I'm really high on for really no reason other than just a gut feeling. Um. At 76, we take Andre Carter, edge rusher from Army. Mm -hmm. And then in the fourth, we have two picks in the fourth round. With the first one, we at 107, we take. Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver, Iowa State. Build the wide receiver room. I think if we do, we will not. Like, there is 0% chance we take Quentin Johnston and Xavier Hutchinson. But if we do, one of those dudes is guaranteed to hit. Like, I do not see a reality where both of those two receivers are busts. Um, Second pick in the fourth round, Jartavius Martin, uh, corner out of Illinois. This one got me excited whenever he was available at 135. 135, DeMarvion Overshone, linebacker out of Texas. Uh, 184, this is where I kind of just started adding depth. Colby Wooden, uh, interior D-line out of Auburn. 187, I took a quarterback. Max Max Duggan. Duggan. This was the highest I took him, but it was the sixth round, and I was like, it's sixth round, Max Duggan. Why not? Like I hope I hope Houston gets him if they get a, if they do wait to get a quarterback late. I pray it's Duggan. I was I talking to a coworker after this for the Patriots. Like I am running out of patience on the Mac Jones experiment. 
I'm not out on Mac. I'm not out on Mac Jones. I'm just saying I need to see something soon. I like Bailey Zappi, but I also like Max Duggan. And I I think if if this were to happen, it won't, but if it were, I think Max Duggan could beat Bailey Zappi for the backup job. Um 192, Jordan Howden, safety, Minnesota, 210, Dante Stills, tackle, defensive tackle, West Virginia, 247, Michael Jefferson, wide receiver, Louisiana, and 255, Jason Taylor, the second safety out of Oklahoma State. That was a little homer pick. But those are all of mine. Um, We will get into the two no-shows. Um, let's see. Did Wiz send a final draft? Yes, yeah. he did. I'll I'll hit up man. Colton's me and Wiz. Me and Wiz stepped all over each other's toes. Yeah, I know. Um, let me. I'll get Colton's out the right okay. real quick. It's so six. He had Tyree what, Wilson, we, which we is forced, no. We for, we forced Colton to pick one team, and he chose the Lions. Yeah, and I don't see Tyree Wilson lasting till six. No, I think if the Cardinals don't trade down, I see Cardinals taking him at three. That that is if Will Anderson's not available. I think they love Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson is the best defensive product in this class. I don't know, man. Tyree Wilson's like his physicals and his numbers are just off the charts, dude. That's giving me Trayvon Walker's vibes. He he went number one overall. So I know. I know. I just don't like it. Um at 18, he had Jordan Addison. I like that. I like this third round pick even more. He had a 48 or second round pick. I mean, excuse me. At forty eight, he has Drew Sanders. I love, love that. that pick out of out of Arkansas. Uh, fifty five, he has Luke Musgrave, tight end from Oregon State. Eighty one, Jordan Battle, safety Alabama. One fifty two, Moro Jomo, defensive tackle Texas. Um, One fifty nine, Roshan Johnson, running back out of Texas. Eighty three, Jay Ward, safety from LSU. And one ninety four, Nick Broker. Offensive guard out of Old Miss. Old Miss. He didn't take a uh, quarterback at all. No, they were they run that shit with golf. Apparently, that's interesting. According to him. Um. All right, Wiz. Obviously, Cowboys. This draft is a mess. So, Wiz has the Cowboys pick twenty six. Somehow, the Cowboys get Quentin Johnston at twenty six. There's no fucking way that's not this draft is busted. Pick one like there's zero percent chance Quentin Johnston makes it to pick 20. Um, But that said, also not really that much of a need for I mean, I get if Quentin Johnston is there at 26, you fucking take him. But wide receiver is not a need for the Cowboys. No, that's, um, that's strange. Pick 58, guard Steve Avila, TCU. So back-to-back frogs in the draft. Um, I Now, line is a drastic need for the Cowboys in this draft. This was something. Um, another need, and I'm not one that's a big believer in drafting running backs. Super high. But at pick 90 in the third, they take Zach Evans running back Ole Ole Miss. 
that's not high. First round pick for running back is high, which I the only one I value as a first round pick this year is Beach on Robinson. Yeah, I I like Jameer Gibbs, but I don't know that I'm willing to pay a first round for him. Yeah, I feel not, like he's a higher second. Not me. with the not with the running backs I could get in the second. I'm not going to spend a first round on Gibbs. Yeah. There's running backs that are going to be available after Gibbs that I don't think that, especially in the Cowboys situation. I was ex- trying to explain this to a, a coworker that's a Cowboys fan. Um, You're not drafting your next franchise running back. You're drafting a role player to come in behind Tony Pollard. So like whatever running back you draft doesn't have to be the franchise guy in three years. Exactly. So that's why I, I don't like, I think tank Bigsby should be like, that's who the Cowboys should have their eye on. I think he compliments Tony Pollard. Anyways, moving on. Um, Cal, uh, Wiz steps on my toes again. Tw- one twenty nine. Demarvion Overshone. One seventy six. Wiz takes Max Duggan. Um, then two twelve. He takes another offensive lineman, Connor Galvin, out of Baylor, and then two forty four. Josh Wiley, tight end, Cincinnati. That draft was a mess. Yeah. Um, man, drafted, talking to... man, had, man drafted one player that's not from the Big 12. <laughs> and that's a no-name running back out of Ole Miss. Uh... Um, twenty twenty three NFL draft board prospects. There we go. Okay, so I have the simulator. I can share my screen, and I have like the actual simulator to make the picks, and I also have a wheel to spin to see who picks when. So I'll oh, well, go you, you you don't want to you don't want to flip a coin or anything. I mean, I have a wheel right here. Would you like to spin? Um, I'll I'll take blue. Well, you don't get to pick. I'll oh wait, I'm stupid. It. I'm stupid. I'm fucking stupid. How many wheels have we spun on this show? And I only saw two options, and I completely lost like any any knowledge. All right, to so me. we will spin for you. So whatever the wheel lands on is what you get. God, God I hope am- it. I hope the it lands amount on of one. the amount of ads that are showing. Up I know it's ridiculous, insane. but here we go. Damn it. I really wanted to pick for the Texans. Um, I, fuck. I, I really, know you did. I really I know you did. wanted to pick for the Texans. Well, I low-key wanted to pick for the Panthers, mainly because of what I think is going to happen. All right, let me... I had to do that to do this. Well, yeah, share your screen for... Yeah, you got the other... Got it. All right. So, I have pick one... For the Panthers. And so, okay, let me preface. So our team drafts were more of a what we would do if we were the GMs of our respective teams. This is a predictions draft. We are predicting the draft order. We are we going to do trades? Or we, are we, just uh, we, will no- not, we will not be taking any trades. I was just about to say that. Okay. Um, okay, so we are starting now. Carolina Panthers, pick one on the clock. They will be selecting C.J. Stroud. I'm ignoring the hype. I'm ignoring the news. C.J. Stroud is the first overall pick. Hunter, you are on the clock. 
that is exactly what I was going to do with that. I feel like Josh McCown wouldn't say that shit out of nowhere whenever yeah. he's talking about it. Just whenever you the find way he worded it is too weird to not be a coincidence. I refuse yes. to believe that. Now, with you doing that, I feel like it's going to be Bryce Younger too. There we go. Good. It's going to be it's going to be Bryce Younger because the Texans are in love with him. I mean, as they should be. Like that's the right pick for the Texans at two. Nothing crazy. Make the safe pick. If it doesn't pan out, it's not your fault. It's Bryce Young's fault. Um. All right. I have Cardinals at three. Do I stick with my gut on Tyree Wilson? I mean, obviously, Will Anderson is right there. Like, I, I see it. I don't know that the... Our prediction here is going to matter because I do foresee this being a trade. Um, I think the Cardinals will try to trade down. Um, however, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to take Tyree Wilson at three. All right. So at four, Colts at four. Yeah, at four. It's this is going to be Will Levis. Thank you. I, I was, think. I was hoping that you would stick to it. We've talked about it enough. Well, I, I mean, it's from day one. I think that's been their guy. Yeah. I mean, it just, it. he seems like a Colt. I don't know any other way to say it besides that he but just Because seems... of the, the Kentucky blue, that's why. You're used to the blue and white. And the caucasity. Yeah, the caucasity. Um, okay, five. Seahawks. This is Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson has the potential to go higher. But if he makes it to five, he's a Seahawk. He's getting mentored by Geno Smith. I see that too. I, feel like I that's think the this is his perfect best situation. situation. I think it's his best chance for success up or down. Like, I think I don't see a team after the Seahawks that are in such a good situation. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson needs to be praying for pick five. Yeah, at, at six, I'm gonna go Will Anderson. That 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 I mean, that's farther than I ever would have expected him to drop, but I can realistically see it. All right, so this is a tough one. So we are here. We are at pick seven with the Raiders. The Raiders, who we thought were gonna be in the quarterback market in this draft, we're at pick seven, and the next available quarterback, according to what these rankings, is Hendon Hooker. And that's not happening at seven. So let's see. Seven. I'm going to peek at team needs. They have team needs for the Raiders listed as offensive tackle, defensive tackle, corner safety, guard. Jalen Carter would definitely be best available here. I'm going to go Paris Johnson. It's a team need. I think he's probably... The best tackle available in this draft. Oh, fuck you, bro. That's what I was leaning towards for fucking the Falcons. I'm sick. Really? That's not what I've had. That's not, I, I've had well, one pick in all my mocks for the Falcons. So, I mean, they need a lot of things, but I feel like if they're going to move towards Ritter and see what he does. Team needs for the Falcons are listed as guard, tackle, edge, defensive tackle, corner. Exactly. So they need line bad. Uh, I mean, they could get corner. It's not an absolute dire need. 
I could say Jalen Carter here. I will say you that is the pick that I've had in my mocks. Jaylen I think Carter. that seems. I mean, that makes a bunch of sense. They need help on the defensive end. He stays. He gets to stay in Georgia. The only one that I would see outside of Jalen Carter would be Devin Witherspoon. I think. I think Devin Witherspoon is an elite corner talent. I have Devin Witherspoon in the same ballpark as like Sauce Gardner. I'm gonna go Jalen Jalen Carter. That is the pick that I've had in several of my mocks. I I think that's the most predictable, and we are. I mean, I I really like I really see him going at nine, honestly, Jalen Carter, but I just feel like Paris Johnson would go at eight. Oh, okay. We are at the Bears at pick nine. This mid first is tough for me because like some of these teams in this like kind of we're in this section right here that we're in don't have super clear cut needs. I'm very tempted to go Christian Gonzalez here. Also, actually, no, I know what I'm gonna do. Um the Bears are leaning in to Justin Fields. The Bears are going to draft a lineman to protect their quarterback. The Bears are going to pick Broderick Jones. Hmm. That's a little high for Broderick, but hey, go ahead. It is. I'm not in love with it. I do think there's a decent chance they just go best available, which would have been Christian Gonzalez in this case. Because mm-hmm. the fact that they traded down from one to nine kind of tells me they're not super desperate to draft any one person. Mm-hmm. So... We will see. Now, at 10. Yeah, that's... God, bro, I just realized 9 was a wild pick for OT. You could have went wide receiver there. Wide receiver. Yeah, that I didn't even think about the Bears wide receiver situation. That would have been a spot to do it. Um, Eagles needs are listed as... Why can I not? Oh, gotta scroll down. Corner, edge, safety, defensive tackle, linebacker. That's funny because I was already leading cornerback and defense because they like they have everything. Yeah, I mean they like, have a the fact run. that the, the only the, thing that they are lacking is they let Slay go back to Detroit and then they let defensive players leave. So I'm leaning defensive side of the ball. So I was leaning more either. Nolan Smith or Christian Gonzalez, but I think this is where I'm going to have Christian Gonzalez go. Yeah, that's a smart pick. The fact that the Eagles are drafting top 10 is just crazy. Crazy. Now you get the Titans at 11. So I've taken Bijan here in previous mocks. I think the Titans, for some reason, want to move on from Derrick Henry. I Not move on from Derrick Henry. I just think they know that like they can get a ton for him. Um, I do think that the Titans could also go wide receiver. I think it's going to be, if it's not Bijan, I think it's going to be a wide receiver. I don't know. Like, I want to go Bijan, but I am having, a, I, I, I should have gone wide receiver at nine. Like, that's what's messing me up because now we're at pick 11. And I don't see a wide receiver. I mean, I I don't know what you're going to do with the Texans at 12, but 
Um, now you're not gonna like either of my picks here. Um, but I have between two guys. So I guess I'm gonna go wide receiver since they don't have to trade Derrick Henry. They could go into the season with Derrick Henry and have an all-star running back. So for that reason, I'm going to take a wide receiver, and that wide receiver is going to be, I think he's rocketing up draft boards. It's going to be Zay Flowers. I truly do think he could be wide receiver one in this draft. Okay. That's not a bad pick. Um, I'm probably going to go on a little wide receiver at 12 also. I don't know if it's going to be a run per se. Or... Man, this is is kind of tough for me here because I'm also kind of leaning towards defense as well. I just really don't know exactly how I'm going to... I don't know. That's that's kind of a hard one. Nolan Smith is kind of a good one that I'm thinking of here. Because the Georgia defense was just elite. Completely elite. Um because the wide receivers is kind of deep. And I feel like there might be one available at 33. However, mm. fuck, bro. Do I go Nolan Smith or do I go Jackson Smith and Jigba? That's a tough one. Um, Give me Jackson. Give me Jackson Smith and the Jigba at 12. Interesting. Not a nice. He's a bad pick. I think he's the number one receiver in the draft, at least. So we're getting into like a range where like I. I see B. John Robinson being in like 15, give or take a handful. Um, I don't think he goes to the Packers at 13. I mean, the Packers are very set at running back, but it's just that's high value, I think. Um, and I don't know what's left here on the board versus what are the Packers' needs. Man, this draft did not go the way I wanted it to. Um, okay, uh, this sucks, but I mean, I have to, I have to put the homerism aside. This hurts me so bad. I have to take Quentin Johnston to the Packers. I've seen. I did not see Quentin Johnston being wide receiver three in this draft, so I think like it's kind of a gimme to the Packers to get Quentin Johnston at thirteen. But now that leaves uh I mean I could take Jordan Addison to the Patriots, but I'm not going to. I don't think they do that. I think if they miss on Jackson Smith and Jigba or Quentin Johnston, I don't see the Patriots going. Oh wait, no, it's not my pick. I'm about to pick. Yeah, I don't know pick. what you're doing. I'm I was literally about to select the Patriots pick. Um. Anyways, 
Go ahead. What 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 I I don't really like pay attention to the Patriots that much. They've been so quiet. I don't understand well, what. The, well, let me see I what mean, the team needs are is according to them. Even if you pay attention to them, they don't put much out. So there's not much to pay attention to. Uh, wide Patriots, receiver, corner, corner, linebacker, edge, tackle. So y'all have a good offensive line. Sure. Even though every mock I've seen has us taking an offensive lineman. Um. Hmm. I mean, I want us to take a wide receiver. However, literally the three wide receivers that I wanted us to take are gone. Just went 11, 12, 13. Like those Zay, Jackson, and Quentin Johnson are the three receivers I wanted at four. I think look here, I I'm gonna shrink I'm gonna go Devin Witherspoon here. I would that now that I'll be fine. I think Devin Witherspoon's an elite cornerback i don't i don't honestly think that bill will do that he doesn't i don't when's the last time he take he took a wide receiver high i mean number sorry cornerback high yeah i mean we took marcus jones in the second round of last year's draft but i think Devin witherspoon's an absolute stud all right so that leaves me jets at 15 don't necessarily Mm. They're getting Brees back. I think they like Zonovan Knight. Bijan's still there, but I'm not going to take him. So this one to me, I see them going edge rusher here. I guess I should look at their needs. Yeah, so they have tackle, center, edge. Okay. I already said I'm a. I was going to say I don't see them going defense. I started to say that. I think they're set on defense. They're in a pretty good spot uh, mm. on offense. So I think they just try to protect Aaron Rodgers. We haven't even gotten into that yet. Um, Aaron Rodgers trade. I said earlier on the podcast, I think Peter Skaronsky could be the best offensive lineman in this draft. And I'm going to stick by that and say Peter Skaronsky to the Jets at 15. Not a bad one. All right, you have the Commanders. Of course, another shit show that they need so much room for improvement. I know what I would do here. This one's pretty clear-cut to me. Oh, is it? Uh, I don't know if there is a clear-cut. Click on the team needs for me. I don't know if there is a clear-cut one. Cornerback, linebacker, edge, guard, D-tackle. That's kind of a bold move to say quarterback's not a room for improvement. They got Heineke. No, they don't. What? He's in Atlanta? What? Yeah. Where the fuck have I been? I've literally said that on the podcast a while back. He left a free agency. They're riding with us with what's his face? I can't think of his name. Shit, what is his name? He was a rookie last year. Sam Howell? No. Yeah. Is it Sam Howell? Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, they're running with Sam Howell. That's terrible. I almost low key want to put him down hooker. Jesus. 16. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, obviously, but there's a lot of shit that they need. Um,. Fuck me, bro. This is difficult. 
I mean, they did just have. Oh wait, no, they kept uh, pain, didn't they? They they franchise tagged him. Yes, I believe that is correct. Give me. Is Joey Porter Jr. still available? Yes, he is. Okay, give me give me him. Give me Joey Porter Jr. All right, that leaves me the Steelers at seventeen. Um, their needs were listed as top three were wide receiver, O line, O line. Um, Darnell Wright, like I do like him. Um, but the Steelers wide receiver pool has been decimated. And oh, this makes so much sense. Jordan Addison, so easily. Jordan Addison, Kenny Pickett reunion. That's automatic. If wait, wait, he what? Makes it, what did Ad, did Pickett play at at South or USC? No, Jordan or Addison, Addison transferred. Did? Jordan Addison transferred from Pitt to USC after Pickett graduated. Okay, because I knew Pickett came from Pitt, but I was like, "Am I missing yes. something?" Did he Jordan used to Addison? Play? The Kenny Pickett got you. Big year. He played at Jordan Addison. Played at Pitt. He was like his. Not only his number one receiver, he was like his basically only receiver. Like they were tight. So mm-hmm. I I mean that that honestly is like a match made in heaven at pick seventeen for me. Yeah, I like I get that. I get that. So shit, this is a tough one at the Lions. I want to go by receiver, especially with the suspensions that just got handed out. I just don't know if they take one this early. I don't know if they take a wide receiver first round. Um, what are, what are the Lions' needs? I'm leaning towards two positions right now. Lions' needs are listed as corner, safety, linebacker, tight end, quarterback. Well, I was one of those is what I was leaning towards. I was leaning towards safety. I was leaning towards safety and linebacker. But. Mm, Let's let's go, Brian Branch you just, here. You're just leaving Bijan hanging out in the wind here. Yeah, what? The, I, this is definitely. I would have not. I would have hammered Bijan to the Lions here at 18. I wouldn't have. And for that reason, I will hammer Bijan to the Bucks at night. That's a good. That's a good fit there. I like the Bijan there. I don't. Well, see... I feel like he goes later than that. I feel like he's no. going to be. I see him mid first. Uh, give me, give me Miles Murphy here. It's easy, best available to the Seahawks. Yeah. Chargers are at twenty-one. What are their needs? Wide receiver, tackle, corner, edge. So there's a couple different ways. I mean, like Nolan Smith on the board, Darnell Wright's on the board. A lot of edges, edge rushers on the board. Nolan Smith is tempting. Who do they have? A, do they have anybody across from Joey Bosa? Khalil Mack. Touche. That's all I needed to hear. Darno Wright. I'm glad because I'm taking Nolan Smith at 22 with Baltimore. I can see that. Like Nolan Smith just seems like a name I can see in a Ravens jersey. Not only that, I'm, I'm, they're not going to go wide receiver again. 
especially with just the beginning OBJ. True. They're not going to get running back. Why would they get tight end? Mark Andrews is there. I'm sure those are going to prioritize the defensive and the defensive side of the ball. They've always had a good defense. They're going to keep it up that way. So I'm going Nolan Smith there. Okay, let's see. I have the Vikings. I did not want the Vikings here. I, man, I don't know what the Vikings are going to do with this pick. Um, their lead, their ugh, their needs are listed as corner, safety, wide receiver, and linebacker. Um, I guess I'm gonna go needs. I'm going to go – I'm going to not take the highest ranking. I'm going to say 23 Vikings take Keely Ringo. Yeah, yeah, Ringo's nice. I like Ringo. I just like his name, if I'm being completely honest. Um, Damn, Lucas Van Ness kind of dropped. I didn't think he was going to drop this low. I feel like they're going to try to get – Jacksonville's going to try to get back to their Saxonville ways. They're going to try to shore up their defense. Their defense is kind of what held them back a little bit last year in a few games. Okay. So okay. I feel like here they're going to take Lucas Van Ness. Good pick. Good pick. I have nothing negative to say about it. Giants. Don't know shit about the Giants. They have corner, running back, guard, safety, linebacker listed. And Deontay Banks is still on the board. So seems like a no brainer. Deontay Banks. 25th overall New York Giants. I think Dallas here, Dallas is 26. I feel like they're going to try to replace Dalton Schultz. Thank you. Not, not Thank with another, you. not with another Dalton, but a flashier. Oh, we're, we're the same person. But a flashier tight end that has made a consistent place, who I think is the number one tight end this year, Michael Mayer. Yes, yes, yes. So, oh, yes. And we that's know, just a big that's a big ticket name, and Jerry Jones is all over that. If yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. God, God fucking, fucking in sync. God, you cute fuck. Um, we know they're not gonna do the smart thing and fill a gap on the offensive line or defensive line. There, Jerry Jones is gonna try to make a splash in the first round. If Jerry Jones could get Bijan, he would hundred percent. Oh, uh, yes, definitely. Now, so Michael Mayer is the best pick that Jerry Jones might actually realistically do I don't rule it out of question that he just gets antsy to fill his hole at running back and takes Jameer Gibbs but I I, I think at 26 there's only two options for the Cowboys for Jerry like, Jones yeah Jameer Gibbs or Michael Mayer and Michael Mayer is the better pick of those two so like Fucking I think you're spot God. on God, that's perfect. Bills at 27, guard, corner, linebacker, safety, receiver. Don't know that I want to drop all the way down for Cam Smith. They have Von Miller. He's old as fuck. This feels like another kind of maybe best available scenario. So I'm going to go Isaiah Foskey at back-to-back Notre Dame picks. Okay. All right, so, hmm, fuck. This is a little difficult. Twenty-eight. One here. Cincinnati Bengals goes. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of directions that you can take this. They it's... have corner, edge, tackle, guard, tight end listed. I mean, I know where I would go. 
I feel like we haven't really seen any guards go. We, we haven't had a guard go. Are we not? No. Who's Golden the top-rated tackles. guard? Yeah. Click offense. Who's the top-rated? Is it? Oh, fucking what's his name? Maybe I'm scrolling my oh, list. Cyrus Torrance. Or, and then Steve Avila behind him. Fuck, what's this guy's name? It's not who I'm... Was it who I'm thinking of? Yeah, it was Osiris I was looking at. I don't see why not. Fuck it, pencil in Osiris Torrance here. He's the highest rated guard in the draft. Big jump for the Bengals, or for Osiris Torrance into 28. What was he listed on there? 39. Oh, well, I mean, it's positional. I don't know if they're going to go best player available there. They very could, That's but he's, why not go ahead and get your guy where you're there? You need So my only other like best player available that also fills a need would have been Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they would go tight in that high. That's not really too much of a need, honestly. Yeah. Um, especially with their wide receiver, like they don't need another exactly. target in that offense. They have three wide receivers. They don't really need and a tight running end. back. Um, okay, Saints, another team that I really don't know a ton about their situation. Needs are tackle, edge, wide receiver. Um, best available happens to be a tackle. A tackle that I'm also high on. High on. I like Brian Breesey. I mean, 6'5", 298, athletic score of 961. I think this one fits too. I'm I'm not being just a straight up rating score here. Like, this fits and it's best available. I'm high on Brian Breesey. Brian Breesy to the Saints. And I'm going to stick to the defensive theme for Philly. Again, there's it's really hard to know what they're going to do here. If you snipe my pick here, I'm going to be pissed. I doubt I am. But I am. They went, I had them going cornerback uh, already. So I think I'm going to have them taking Kalija Kansi, DT out of pit. Good pick, and you didn't snipe my pick. Told you I wouldn't. The Chiefs desperately need help in the secondary. In fact, they made it as far as they did with that secondary. Mind-boggling. I had this pick locked in three picks ago. Uh, Last pick in the first round at 31. um, Corner, Cam Smith out of South Carolina. So that leaves our. I can download this. No, I fucking can't. Maybe I can. No, I can't. Hold on. I'm holding. I'm holding. Motherfucker. There it is. is. Okay. Full results recap CJ Stroud, Panthers. Uh, Two, Bryce Young. Tyree Wilson, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, Will Anderson, Paris Johnson, Jalen Carter, Broderick I think, Jones. Right. Are you not going to name, name the teams, brother? Like, they know. Gonna... CJ no, Stroud, I... CJ okay, Stroud Panthers, Texans, Bryce Young, Cardinals, Tyree Wilson, Colts, Will Levis, Seattle, Anthony Richardson, Lions, Will Anderson, Raiders, Paris Johnson, Falcons, Jalen Carter, Bears, Broderick Jones. I could see that one being the one that breaks our, our perfect streak. Uh, Eagles, Christian Gonzalez, Titans, Zay Flowers, um, Texans, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Packers, Quentin Johnston, Patriots, Devin Witherspoon, Jets, Peter Skaronsky, Commanders, Joey Porter Jr., um, 
Steelers, Jordan Addison, 18, uh, Lions, Brian Branch, Bucks, B. John Robinson, Seahawks again, Miles Murphy, Chargers, Darnell Wright, Ravens, Nolan Smith, Vikings, Keely Ringo, Jags, Lucas Van Ness, Giants, Deontay Banks, Cowboys, Michael Mayer, Bills, Isaiah Foskey, Bengals, Osiris Torrance, Saints, Brian Breesey, Eagles, Kalijah Kansi, and rounding it out, Chiefs, 31, Cam Smith. That is your first round of this year's NFL draft. Beautiful. That was a lot of draft talk. That was. I'm exhausted already. Can't wait for Thursday. And the best part is it's not going to go anything like that. I know. It's fucking it was kind of fun last are going to jump up the board. I'm excited for this year. I think there will be maybe not necessarily a lot of trades, but some big trades, some interesting trades. The Cardinals trading down from three really interests me into who could possibly trade up for to three. I pray there's, it's not the Colts because that just does nothing for me. Trading up from four to three is ridiculous. Yeah, there's just so much that can happen this year. I feel like it might be historically one of the most active drafts, active as in people well, switching back and forth for trades and shit like that, at least on the higher end. This draft like, is deep at like so many different positions, I feel like. It really is. I'm really looking forward to it. And not only that, I'm also looking forward to like day two also sit there and watch and see who goes to rounds two and yeah. three. Because it's, they're usually not too excited to see those. Like I'll just I want to see up. who gets Hendon Hooker. I've been very vocal in saying that I think whoever gets Hendon Hooker in the second round gets the best value pick in this draft. I mean, that is a good value pick, and I don't know. I just wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't want him as my quarterback, but I'm still gonna root for him. I just. The age aspect just throws it throws me for a loop a little bit. How old is he? Twenty five. That's not twenty six. We've talked about this. Yeah, I know. But that's usually twenty five is whenever players are are hitting their prime. Look, let's do this. I'm going to go. Hold on. NFL quarterbacks, QBs that are younger. Than Hendon Hooker. Do, 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 do. There will be eleven quarterbacks starting in the NFL that are younger than Hendon Hooker and Stetson Bennett. I mean, Stetson Bennett's old as fuck. We get that. So I'm but, see who's younger than Hendon Hooker. Hold on, let me try to find it. Um, hold on a second. Do do do. Try to fill airspace while I'm looking. I try. I can't read and talk. Um, I was gonna say something else. Um, I don't know. I don't have. I have kind of expelled all my draft thoughts. Um, other NFL news that's also draft related. The Jets gave up their entire draft future. Trade for Aaron Rodgers. Um, I can't remember how many picks they gave up. It was a ton. Um, I know it 
I will look it up here shortly. Um, the only one that I can remember off the top of my head is a conditional first or a conditional second that becomes a first as long as Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps this season. And that's in like a later, a quite a later year, I think. Aaron this is difficult to find. Rodgers trade compensation. Let me see. What did the Jets give up? For Aaron Rodgers. The Packers got in return for Rodgers the 13 overall, which we already knew, a second round pick and a sixth round pick, as well as a conditional second in oh it's a second round. Yeah, it's like I said, conditional second in next year's draft that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. So one, two, three, four draft picks three of which are in this year's draft. All right, so here we go. So, players younger than Hendon Hooker, Justin Herbert, Tua, Kenny Pickett, Jalen Hurts, um, Mac Jones, Sam Ellinger, Davis Mills, Justin Fields, Malik Willis, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, yeah, all it. this makes sense, though, because think about it. Of all those guys, only a couple of them, like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is going into his, what, fourth year? He's played three years in the league? Um, Fuck, I missed it. Yeah, they've played for three years, so he's going into his fourth year. Yeah, so, but like the other guys, like I like, said Malik Willis. Motherfucker was a rookie last year. Duh. Yeah, I know, but still, if you look at Tua and you look at Justin Herbert, they've had, by the time Hendon Hooker is a rookie, they've had three years of NFL experience. I understand, but... That's what I'm saying. I feel like, one, yeah, he's more mature and be able to but process I also, things faster, but I don't know how long it's going to take for him to adjust to the NFL level. I also don't know, like, I, I don't have Hendon Hooker going to the Dolphins or the Chargers. So, like, I don't see why that matters. Well, no sh- Fuck you. God damn. I, I, you, knew I, what I, you knew what I meant. I know you just you took mean. it a whole different scenario. I no, Of course, I know. those two teams aren't going to draft him. I'm, just, I'm saying, just I think that the age thing on quarterbacks gets played up a little too much sometimes. Like, Stetson Bennett, like, because Hendon Hooker's about 25. Stetson Bennett, by the time he starts in the NFL, will be like 27. So, like, that one is a little more egregious. I kind of understand it. But, shit, Brandon Whedon was a first-round draft pick. Yeah, look how that turned out. Okay, I but it wasn't an age thing. It was a skill thing. I get that, but still, that also kind of adds flame fuel to the fire on why it's scary to take an older quarterback first round. Okay, but... You're, you, look, you look your, your project window is a lot smaller when the quarterback... I don't older. see him and Hooker as a project. Hendon man Hooker was going to win the Heisman if he didn't hurt his knee. Yes, and now you're taking an older QB. You're going to be careful knee injury. With Here he comes. God, you know what? I'm I'm over it. Hendon Hooker is the best value pick in the second round in this draft. If Hendon Hooker never tore his ACL, 
he would go above Will Levis and probably above Anthony Richardson in this draft. Mm. And I, I don't know. Choked on my eyes. And I say that with confidence. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know about Will Levis? I mean, true, because Will, Will Levis is 24. You're telling me that you are not sure. I would take, if, yeah, I think I would take Hooker over Levis. Uh, if this was one if year he never got hurt. If he yeah. never got hurt, I would take Hooker over Levis. Thank you for at least giving me that. Yeah, I'll give you that. The more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Okay, so I touched and detailed briefly the Aaron Rodgers trade that finally happened. Yeah, I was listening. I can't believe it finally went through so, Monday, yesterday. Yeah, I just need your feelings and reactions before we move on. Um, I'm going to laugh if it turns out to be a Brett Favre situation, and then this motherfucker plays less than 65% of the snaps, and that turns into a second-round pick. I'm going to laugh my ass off. Oh. That's mm. conditional second. I don't think they really did it for the 2024 pick. I think they did it for the three picks this year. Yeah, but it's also an added bonus. But yeah, it the is. three picks this year is also an added bonus too. But I'm going to laugh if they think they're going to get a first rounder and they get that second rounder. Kind of like that Colts one, the Colts Eagles. The Eagles didn't have only getting the second round pick from the Colts because of Carson Wentz not playing in the, the the specified amount of time. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like 75% of the snaps. But I don't really have too many opinions. I'm glad it's finally over with. Glad it's finally official. Um, I saw he gave his goodbyes today after 18 years, 18 seasons. Damn, that's a long fucking time. That is. Um, really crazy. I remember... I remember when Brett Favre left and Aaron Rodgers took over the job. I was like a kid. I mean, 18, I was nine, 18 years ago. Well, 18 seasons with Green Bay or 18 seasons as the starter? 18 seasons with Green Bay. Okay, so I was probably 11 or 12 when he took over for Brett Favre. And I was like a big Brett Favre fan. I mean, I was like one of the first big quarterbacks I knew of like as a kid. Um, So I remember when Brett Favre retired – for the first time, and Aaron Rodgers took over my little 11, 12-year-old brain was, like, convinced, like, this kid's not Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers, fucking bust. I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be a fucking nobody. And look what happened. I know, And right? several-time MVP. Like, next two up, or three times. Jordan, next up, Jordan Love. Can't wait to see Aaron Rodgers suit up in that pretty and beautiful purple and gold in a couple of years. <laughs> I'll try to lead, uh, lead, lead on. Where's he? Where's he from? Um, New Jersey. I don't know, but I know he played in, on the West Coast. He went to Cal. Yeah, he went to Cal. You can see Aaron Rodgers' hometown. I have to do high school. Well, that doesn't do me any fucking good. Pleasant Valley High School. Fucking yay! Where cool. the fuck is that? <laughs> Pleasant Valley High School in. Chico, California. I'm assuming Chico is in California. Yeah, Chico's in California. Okay. So you said playing for the Permian Gold. Uh, nonprofit organizations in Chico, California. Watch out. What? The Brett Favre stuff. 
Oh, 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 shit, shit. Okay, got far, you. Pocketed all that charity money and then that that his, went. That took me a second. Bought his daughter's softball team a new gym. Jesus er, Christ! Uh, not softball, volleyball. You know how funny that would be if that happened. I don't think it would because this man's a fucking ayahuasca head. Ayahuasca head, whatever you call I it. I think I tweeted. I don't know if it was from my account or below 500 account when it came out that like Rogers was going to the Jets. And it just had they just had to like work out the compensation with the Packers. I think I tweeted that like the futures odds for Aaron Rodgers stealing money from a charity just went like from like plus fifteen thousand to like even money. <laughs> oh shit. Um that is wild though. Like wild career pass. Time is time is a flat circle. It really is. That's that's pretty cool, look to look back on. I don't know if has has that happened. Maybe has what happened? What do you mean? Talking about kind of the way the way that Rogers or your Favre went from Green Bay to New York, and now Rogers is going from Green Bay to New York. Like, has it happened with another another franchise? Back I'm sure it QBs. has, but I don't know. Back-to-back QBs? Well, not of this caliber. I was saying, I'm sure it has, but just like quarterbacks of this caliber, I <laughs> highly doubt. Probably. I, the one I'm thinking of, which I know it's not back-to-back, but is Alex Smith from the Niners to Kansas City. Oh, with um, um Montana. Yeah, I, yeah. Or Young. Young. Is it Montana or Young? Both? They they both get traded to the ch- no. Hold on, I'm on Pro Football Reference right now, and it's not loading what I want it to load. So give me just a second. Um, what the fuck? What is fucking happening here? Okay, hold. On. All right, so Steve Young. I think it's Steve Young. Niners. Does Steve Young play for the Chiefs? Um, Fuck, bro. Because I know Montana did. Yeah. I, I know Montana played for the Niners and the Chiefs. Yeah, that might be who I'm thinking of. But I... F- no. What the fuck? He was Montana's backup in San Francisco. Steve Young played for the Niners and the Buccaneers. Yeah. So it, it, it is Montana. So he backed up Montana in San Francisco. He played behind him for four years, shown as a backup. So it didn't happen back to back, but it happened with a few years later. So that was night nineteen ninety. Montana got traded to a few years later, fucking twenty. Yeah. <laughs> a few decades later. Yeah. A couple decades later. Um oh wait. Hold on. By the start of the Montana appeared to be close to recovering. 2019. Um okay, 93. Montana got traded to the Chiefs. Now, 1993. Now when did when 
Alex Smith get traded to the Chiefs? You know, 2013. So exactly 20 20 years years later. Yeah, that's weird. Exactly 20 years later. I do also think that it's uh, interesting. It's not talked about enough that the 49ers went from Joe Montana to Steve Young. That's crazy. Like, two, like... The Packers went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, like, I was like, what, like Joe what Montana friend? and Steve Young is like, that's for sure two top ten quarterbacks. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Brett Favre, I would say, is fringe top ten. I don't, I mean, because, I mean, you got Brady, Manning. Uh, I, I would Montana. say that him and Rodgers are top 20. Oh, yeah, easily. I don't know. Maybe maybe even top fifteen. Look, okay, so I'll say this: hot take. Maybe, maybe, probably not. I think if I don't, I would have to go through my full rankings to know for sure. But like, I just would say, like, if you had these two guys, I had to put one at ten to like finish off a top a top ten QBs list. I'm putting Mahomes over Favre all time. Hmm. Hmm. It's a little early for that. Two rings. Yes. And they did do it this year with a lot weaker defense than you yeah. did. No Tyreek. No Tyreek. Crash secondary. You're not wrong. Rookie running back. Not the whole season, I know, but no. um, that's it, kind of making sense. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like I, I didn't. It's not an immediate. Oh, and fuck I'm you. You're wrong. It's not an immediate. But as a thinker, you're like, oh, I'm not like a Mahomes fanboy either. Like this is just coming from me making an objective statement. I know I don't like it. I don't like Mahomes, but here I am. Just well, I mean, it's not that I don't like him. I just think the media overhypes this the fuck out of him sometimes. I get tired of seeing with the media all the t- media all the time. That's why I kind of show a little bit of dislikeness in it. Cause I wanted Mahomes back during that draft. Like whenever we're doing mock drafts, I had him coming to Houston at the late twenties. I never thought that we'd trade up and get a quarterback that that scenario to Sean Watson. I thought Mahomes was gonna fall deep for the longest. I mean, I, I like him, but do okay. Let's go down this rabbit hole. Do you think Mahomes develops into Mahomes in the Texans organization? No. I think that's the right answer. I don't think he does. I mean, because he doesn't get Kelsey. He doesn't get Tyreek. He, he doesn't get to sit behind Andy Alex Reed. Smith for a year. He doesn't get to sit behind Alex Smith for a year. He would have had he would have had to sit behind Tom Savage and immediately get thrown in. He had he had to have to deal with racist Bill O'Brien. Fuck that dude, bro. I think the racist owner at the time too. Yeah, I can Bob McNair. Bob McNair, but I don't know when he died. Yeah. I, I don't know if I that just, was before. I just remember Watson Deshaun or... when Deshaun like talked about wanting out. He just like talked about y'all's racist ass organization, and he wanted oh, out. Sh- Astros beat the Rays five nothing. Damn. Do y'all have a, are y'all above five hundred yet? I don't think so. Love love to see it. Astros. 
standings. Um, we're second. Oh yeah, we're but we're twelve and eleven. Um, we're behind the Rangers. Yeah. That, oh that... well. You got to think. Also, we don't have Altuve. We don't have Brantley. Wait. Are you, so are y'all second in the division? Yeah, behind the Rangers. Dang, where are the Angels? The Angels are. <laughs> they're so it's Rangers, Astros, Mariners, Angels. Angels Athletics. are last. Athletics are ass at last. Last. Oh, they're fourth. Yes, they're all. They're tied with the Mariners. They're both eleven and twelve. The Angels were second last time I looked. Oh, no, Moss. Oh, I'm catching up to you in fantasy baseball. Bro, I've been my team's been lethal. My hitters actually decided to hit the fucking ball. Bro, today. I had 20 home runs last week. I'm the first person this year to hit 20. 20 uh, home runs, bro. So it we're our matchup is three four four right now. Oh, is it this morning it was like five one five? Yeah. No, my hitters actually hit the ball today. For once, my pitch, my pitching's ass. My pitching my, is high. So if I wouldn't, I've made some bad free agent pickups on pitching. Other than that, I would be okay. Bro, what is up with the White Sox? I don't know. You know, I can't. You can't blame Larusa anymore. Larusa, whatever the fuck, the old geriatric bitch. Yeah, they're getting smacked around by the Blue Jays right now. They're seven and sixteen. God dang, bro! Like, and With, I used to I blame mean, the talent, struggles. Yeah, exactly. On that roster, and I used to bring the blame on Tony, Tony Larusso, and yeah. So okay, Larusso, you got so, tomato. LaRusso. Listen, I don't understand the Tony Larusso hate. Where did that come from? Because I mean, that dude was the Alzheimer's. I don't like when he was with the Cardinals. I mean, Cardinals fans love Larusa. I mean, he brought us two rings. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what happened. I don't know. Let's look at the card. Cards are fourth in their division right yeah, now. Yeah, we're trash. The dude. Pirates are first. Yeah, dude, we're trash. What fucking world is this where the pilot pirates are leading their division? They're no longer the laughing stock of MLB. Our hitters do like so like everyone said for the Cardinals this year, it our hitters, I mean we can hit. Like it's gonna come down to our pitching. What can our pitching do? Because we had a bunch of question marks in pitching. Like, can uh-huh. Miles Mikolas repeat his success? No. Is Jack Flaherty gonna be the guy? Mm. Um, there was another guy that can't remember his name right now. Um, are our relievers going to come through? Because we got some relievers that are kind of on the bubble. Well, first of all, Miles Mikolas, trash, ass, yeah. garbage, awful. Um, and then and then our fucking lineup. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, reigning MVP. Nolan Arenado, Tyler O'Neill. Um, another one, Lars Newbar, World Baseball Classic phenom all fucking can't hit at all nolan gorman can shout out to him free agency pickup i mean paul goldschmidt's not i mean he's gotten 277 what the fuck happened to arenado yeah i mean dude i honestly i don't know 
that I picked him 17th overall, thinking he was going to be a fucking hot shot. And now I'm like, I want to trade the fuck out of this dude. Tyler O'Neill's betting 254. Aaron Nado, he's betting 284. What are you bitching about? Fantasy wise, it's it's yeah. Ass. His, he's uh, so he plays tonight. He sat last night. Um, but his past four games, one for five, no runs or RBIs. One for four, one RBI. One for four with a run and no RBIs. One zero oh for four with a run and a stolen base. Mm. But anyways, um, do you have anything? I I put NBA playoff update. I don't have there have any series concluded. I think all the series are like they're three, still going three one yeah. right now. Um, Lakers about to beat the with the Grizzlies, bro. Yeah, that's wild. I still don't really care about it. It's still a little too early in the play. Like these matchups aren't what I thought they would be. I'm so mad at Kawhi Leonard for getting hurt and depriving us of the matchup that we should have gotten between the Clippers and the Suns. Mm-hmm. Now Westbrook's out there by himself with a bunch of fucking Walmart door greeters trying to hold off KD, Devin <laughs> and Chris Paul. Um, real quick before we get into that, the the NL West is just crazy. Oh yeah, it really is. It is. It's insane. I mean, it's what Dodgers, Giants. Uh, hold on, I can think of it. Dodgers, Giants, Padres. Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks, you know? Yes. Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks. I'm missing one. Who am I missing? Mariners. No, Mariners are AL. Okay, don't tell me. I'll think of it. Uh... I keep forgetting the teams NL. So I understand why you're why you're doing that. I I forget the teams NL all the time. In the West, it's not Seattle. Is it? Are they in California? Oh, the Rockies. Yes. Yeah. I forget they're in the all the time. I forget they're a fucking team. I forget Colorado's a fucking state. Um. Okay. What I want you to do. So, you got the Dodgers, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the Padres, the Giants. What do you think? Rank that division one through five. What you think the standings are right now? Okay. Because I know it's gonna be something unexpected, and I've been hearing good things, I'm gonna put the Giants first. No, Diamondbacks are hot. I'm gonna go Diamondbacks, Giants, Dodgers, Rockies, Padres. Okay, so first, thirteen and eleven. That's we got better. the Diamonds. This is a tight division. That's that's the that's the Diamondbacks, thirteen and eleven. At twelve and eleven, we have the Dodgers. At twelve twelve, we have the Padres. At nine and thirteen, we have the Giants. And at eight and seventeen, we have the Rockies. That was close ish. Mm, you have the Giants at two. The Giants are at four. You have yeah. the Dodgers at three. They're at two. You have the Padres. You have the Padres last. Yeah, I thought they were sucking it up. They're twelve and twelve. They're right out. Yeah, okay, I wasn't nine. close at all. Damn, let's move on. <laughs> Cardinals are fourth. Hey, Bellinger's been a we, really good. We've pick already up. talked about it. You want to say it again? 
Yeah, bitch. You you remember that time you broke my heart at the beginning of this beginning of this episode? Bitch. With Anyways, what? we're talking about it. You're excited because your team's ass. Oh, yeah, I did say that. Yeah. I, I said that. You, hey, I want you to mark I want I want you to the two people in this draft, in this MLB draft that you said I did I should not have taken was Bellinger and Strowman. I and, only, I only said Strowman. I said Bellinger too. You I said clowned me. I, you clowned me in the Zoom for taking Bellinger. I don't think I clowned you. Yes, I did. Or not clown clown. You for taking Strowman. Yes, I you... I will own up. To, I said Strowman got fucking rocked in the WBC. I haven't paid attention, but I do know his like first one or two starts were both gyms. Bro, yeah, it's, he's still going strong, and Bellinger is rated as the number one outfielder in ESPN right now. Yeah, and I can't talk about pitchers because I fucking drafted Miles Mikolas as like my number two pitcher. I drafted Framber Valdez as my one. Yeah, and... you you had you were like two picks before me. I had him in my queue with the fucking clicker ready to pick him as my number one, and you got him two picks before. Me. Bro, I need Tyler Glass now and McCullers to come back so fucking bad. I need them to come back strong because my pitching is garbage. I ended up trading all the relief pitchers I drafted except for one, the dude over the oil Orioles. I almost said Oilers. Orioles. I can't think of his name. Felix something. He's a reliever. Felix something. Yeah. He's a reliever. But all my other ones I traded. AJ Minter has been getting shelled. Thank God. Fuck that dude from Atlanta. And so I just went and picked up a bunch of relief pitchers. I rolled as Chapman for somehow came back to form and he's pitching on the shitty, pitching great on the shitty ass Royals. That's why I thought he was done. I thought he was done too, but he's man's he, 37 still throwing 104. At one point, he was rated as a top five relief pitcher on ESPN. I don't know if it's still true. Yeah, those rankings are ass though. Uh, Drew Rasmussen hadn't allowed an earned run through like 21 innings pitched and didn't get ranked in their top 10 starting pitchers. Bro. Are you talking about the Rays pitcher? Uh Uh-huh. He got fucking shelled today. What? Yes, the Astros shelled his ass. Five earned runs over 4.2 innings pitched. Damn. That man got shelled, bro. (laughs) Oh, Oh, did you start him against me? He stayed have in my starting lineup. He doesn't ever leave my starting. Oh, lineup. thank God! You didn't. You didn't get no damn quality start out of his ass today. Yeah, so he either throws a gym or he gets shelled. Like he has only given up. I think he's only given up ten earned runs the whole season, and they were in two starts. You might win this week because I fucked around and I traded um, Jimenez for Altuve. But I because I picked up Nolan Gorman off waiver, so I don't really I'm not a desperate for a second baseman right now, so I can tuck away Altuve and wait for him to get back. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, what that's what I tried doing there. I'm trying to see if this person's available. That's what I'm doing with um, O'Neill Cruz. Yeah, he just got moved to the IL sixty. He's been on IL sixty. Well, he just recently moved, got moved to it. They went from the aisle 15 to aisle 60. Well, yeah, because you have to go through each one. Luis Garz. Um, you got anything else? 
I'm about to the end of my sports. Guardians of damn fucking Casey changed his name already. Um, I don't think I have anything else, man. Nice. That wraps up our two-year anniversary draft spectacular for episode eighty-six. Then, um, this episode, unlike the last half dozen, will be edited and put out to y'all in a timely manner before the NFL draft. Um, but maybe I can try to sweet talk social media manager Colton into actually managing the social medias during the draft this week. And you guys can get some content on that end at below 500 pod. Um, also, I've got a couple TikToks still in the works. So follow us on TikTok if you haven't. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, if you're listening this week to the new drop, uh, need to go back and listen to all the unreleased episodes. I dropped a huge playlist of, quote, from the vault episodes. Those will be the ones that were unreleased. And that's there's a lot of draft talk in those as well. So you can listen to all of those leading into the draft on Thursday. Yes. And I apologize for if you're hearing this at the beginning. I forgot to change my mic to my good mic. So, sorry. Wait, so you just changed it or you just didn't change no, it? No, I just whole, I so. just changed it back. I No, like 10 minutes in to, or 20 minutes in, I realized I changed it, but I just put it away and moved okay. it back. So, yeah. The so, quality here now is what was the very beginning. Oh, my okay. rant was this quality right here, so I don't know how bad it is. It sounds a lot worse than it did in the beginning. I don't remember it sounding this bad in the beginning. Oh, well. Yeah, so uh, direct all of your audio issue um, comments towards Hunter this week. Um, But that is wrap for episode 86. We will see you guys next week for episode 87. We out.